Uh, so yeah, like an, another dream about women with one arm. Yeah, that's uh, that's a sex dream. Then what about being under the blankets with someone at their parents? And it, 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 it's a sex dream. And and what about you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says sex, sex dream. Is everything a sex dream to you? Yeah, of course. I'm Freudian. Well, look. Anyway, real reason I'm here. It's not because of my dreams. And actually, Fatty got pumped in UE. Losing happens, Daryl. It's no. a butterfly cycle. No, but he lost to a newly promoted side who only had ten players. Oh well, yeah. Sometimes it can happen. And uh, right, you look, know. look. He lost to Lang. He lost to Lang. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, sometimes you have to accept that Scottish men just do it better. They have culture, they have class, great big fucking cocks down to their knees. Wait, wait, we? But you're German. Actually, Daryl. It's me, you can't. You can't escape me. I'll follow you and haunt you to your final fucking no. days. No, it can't be. It can't. Yes, it is, big man. Now take those fucking pants off. Get over here. No! Welcome, everyone, to this year's finale of the UE121 podcast. And this week, we've got something a little bit different for you. This week, we bring you the UE Roundtable, where I, as your host, Terry, will discuss all things UE with our two regulars, as well as two members of UE. So with no further ado, let me introduce those at the table. Firstly, introducing the Welsh side of UE, for which we apologise to all of Wales, we have Daryl. How's it going, sir? <laughs> so guy good. So guy good. I'm in the Christmas spirit. So, yeah, I'm all good. I'm actually moisturising my hands as well. Do you know that? What a bitch. No, we don't need to. No, no nothing else <laughs> I just realised I'm, like, I'm trying to say, no, I'm, okay. I'm sitting here just moisturising my hands. Oh, my God. It doesn't, doesn't sound dodgy in the slightest. Yeah, <laughs> and joining him is the man who is the national gem of Egypt. And by gem, we mean embarrassment. It's Fatty. How's it going, chap? <sighs> Fuck you. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And now to our special guest this week. Firstly, we have the pink scooter connoisseur and head of a Andy Murray fan club. It's Hib's very own Callum Lang. How you doing, sir? I'm good, my man. How are you? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. And lastly, what was that? Well, are you okay? I don't understand it. We're going to do a video, and we're going to have one of those little ladies in the corner, sort of sign language and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> My accent can't be worse than Daryl's. There's nobody got a worse accent than him. Oh, <laughs> I, I think you both sound like cunts, so it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like part, part, part Brummy, part Welsh sheep, isn't it? Something like that. weird. Welsh sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have Glenn Hoddle and Eileen Drury's love child, Atletico Madrid manager, Martin Banks. How you doing, sir? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks, guys. Do you right? Yeah, yeah are, all good, mate. All good. <laughs> <laughs> that one's killed him. There you go, man down. Yeah, start, start. As you mean to go, <laughs> man down. <laughs> so, firstly, lads, obviously, uh, COVID laws introduced today. Tier four has been brought in for Christmas. We, um, I mean, firstly, Daryl, as a proud Welshman, you must be nervous of another tier coming in, which means you might be running out of fingers to count on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scary times. Scary times. 
It's all right. They're all webbed together anyway after my shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the tiering like where you guys are? I'm uh, still I'm, tier I'm, yeah. three, but they've all kicked off that they thought we were going down. But yeah, I'm still tier three in the Midlands. I'm um, no, right. I'm Bedfordshire, so I've gone into tier four as a bed knight. So, um, so it's all to you, it's you to blame, yeah? Cool. 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 <laughs> Listen, do you know what it is, right? I, I'm working from home. I, I, the only time I actually go out is to go to the shops. That's it. I haven't seen none of my friends. It was my mate's birthday the other week. Didn't go. Um, they all went out for dinner and stuff. I, like, I've actually stuck to it. And I think, uh, obviously, we've had that conversation previously, but it's like in the summer with the beach and everyone going out to the beach when it was locked down. It's just people. That's the reason why it keeps coming it back. It's because just there's idiots. Look at New Zealand. So, New Zealand is literally virus free. And what did they yeah. do? They shut everything. There's just no That's one it. in, no one out, and we'll just see it through. Okay, you take the hit. And, it's just going to... And Bo- Boris, look, Boris has tried to be appeasing. Like People saying that it's his fault. I don't think it is. I think he's, he's put the lockdown in and then people didn't listen to it. So when the, the rate started sort of becoming okay, you took it off and it's like, okay, mental health, blah, blah, blah. You guys can start interacting a little bit more. And then people just took the piss and they were like doing whatever they wanted, started doing parties and raves and fucking idiots, man. So yeah, we're in a lockdown. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing I've gathered from it is like seeing, seeing the map of where tier four is, it's, it's just, you know, Londoners are pricks. That's my, yeah. that's my takeaway from yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Obviously, let's 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 ask uh, Lang here. I mean, how, how is it up your side in the yeah you know, the sort of communist republic of Scotland? I mean, what's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's it going? Just it's just the same. We just do what we want. Hadrian Walls keeping us in. So um, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's pretty much certain areas. The SNP all... are going to be machine gun nesting it, aren't they? <laughs> So uh, like different different tiers for different areas up here as well. So um, I think it's all changed. I, I, I've seen a wee bit of the news, but I've not really um, I've not really looked at it closely. But it doesn't really affect me anyway. I, I mean, I still work. Um, my my shifts don't change. I just keep working through it. Um, but I think it's uh, was it one family for one one or two families for Christmas. I think. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, I think so. For Christmas Day now as well. Christmas Day only, isn't it? It's Christmas Day only. I think you're allowed. I, I, I believe it's like, isn't it two uh, two, two households? households? Yeah, something, something like yeah. that. That's that's tier three, not in tier four. Tier four is complete lockdown. Yeah, not it's December twenty fifth for us. That's it. Yeah. yeah, tier four is. Uh, is that where you, is that where you're at, Martin? Yeah, December twenty fifth. That's all it is. Friday twenty fifth. Might, well, might as well log on and work from home on that on that day. You know, it's just nothing going on now. Fucking <laughs> joke. Oh, at least you can get away with it. if you can't be bothered to get your kids anything. You can just say, yeah, tier four. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, what what are your your plans for for Christmas, guys? I mean, what 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 you what you guys uh, plan to do? Is, is, it, is um, it all? Is it yeah? You know, plans been scuffed scuffed now with uh, with changes yeah. that or so we 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 were meant to mix two households together. So that was what our plan was. I um, meant to go to my missus sisters and get her mum to come in. Um, that's obviously not happening now. So we've made a new plan. Um, whether we do it or not, it's going to be something different, but we're going to Zoom Christmas. So uh, we're going to, everyone's going to take an hour Zoom meeting because you can only do it for an hour, can't you? Um, and then we're all going to have dinner and we're just going to keep Zoom up and just play games over Zoom and quizzes over Zoom. That's and I, I think that's it. 
I'm just how about uh, you, Lang? Oh, yeah, okay. Zip it into my kids, and I think they're coming back here Christmas Day night to the 26th, and then they fly out to Kazakhstan. Oh, the strippers still open down on Christmas Day. Fucking right, they do. Fucking <laughs> 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 right. How about you? How about how about you, Lang? What's your what are your plans? Yeah, well, we're all. Um, we stay quite close, like all, you're all pretty close, like family, like nearby, you can walk to everyone's house within a couple of minutes, so I think we'll go to my mum and dad's for dinner, uh, me and the wife and the kids, and then I don't know what we'll do after that, but we'll go down there, as long as we're fed, I mean that's the main thing, as long as I get fed up. What would you do if you get there and then they say... Uh, we we couldn't get any chicken or we couldn't get any turkey or whatever it is that you're going to have. Um, what would you do? Would you actually Mickey just get up and leave? Mickey Mickey D's. D's. <laughs> There's a shop that's not far from here. Um, we, we've got one called Pepe's and they've literally put a leaflet through my door today and they said two whole chickens, chips, all of this stuff for £35. Like There's loads of it, like wings, like you could just get everything, so you can actually sort yourself out for Christmas Day without actually having to cook. The way forward. Yeah, exactly. How about you, Martin? What's your what's your, what's your plans for this year? Uh, I was going to be going around to my parents, so that's now I'm going to have to change. So I'm going to have to try and uh, knock myself up some dinner now. Or if not, I'm going to have to raid the fridge for, for some egg and bacon or something. <laughs> and a bit, of, a bit of gravy on it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Don't forget the gravy this year, lads. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've heard uh, Amir might be having some turkey with his gravy this year. So that's that's a good positive start, isn't it? Plenty of salt. Well. Plenty of salt. <laughs> Plenty of salt. <laughs> So it's moving on. I mean, uh, let's uh, jump to it. Obviously, we we try to to push Ben on uh, the the last podcast and the members one for uh, some information on the UE points. And obviously, now it's dropped fifteen UE points for Christmas. Uh, we know Jay's probably going to be investing his in his stadium at Benfica to raise it to seven hundred fifty thousand capacity. But what are you guys going to be spending yours on? Um. So. I haven't actually really decided. I looked at my turn and uh, I lost 1-0 uh, to Callum and we're not going to talk about it on this podcast. But um, <laughs> No, we're not, Callum. We're, we're literally not, so just, fuck you. Um, so if you do, can, I will, we, I will we kick just, you from the Can we just confirm that result again, Lang? What was that result? No. Yeah, so 10 men. I only had 10 men. Don't waste your time. And 10 I've men. Cut, I've cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go on, Fanny. Sorry, go on, mate. Just, just want you guys to also know that this is my server and um, on Discord. So, Lang, if you keep playing shit, <laughs> you will be banned. Um, but mo moving forward, uh, yeah, I literally looked at the result, looked at any rises, and I haven't touched my turns each Tuesday. So, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my points or anything. There's a couple of players that I sort of looked at throughout the season, and I was like, do you know what? I need to add pot to this guy because they're either not training or they're just not going up quick enough. Um, so if I if I add pot to them to do it, there's definitely a winger I want to add flair to, um, which will obviously boost uh, boost him up in in terms of AR as well. Um, but other than that, I, I think I want to sit down and and really really look at it uh, towards the end of December, beginning of January, before I send my turn, and 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 do it properly. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh -huh. much in the same headspace actually with that. I've I've sold quite a lot of like reserve players that 
you know that i don't know you beef out your reserves and then they don't go up at the end of season and that's the you one just, you just see them they're like your fourth choice do i really need to keep there if someone's offering me 12 mil so i've cleared out a bit so what i need to do is i'm gonna write out my three squads see who actually is worth i need to do something about my fullbacks the whole fullback situation is killing me so i need to i've got some okay ones but they're all just okay they're not really starters and it's it's them that's destroying me um do you think so, this is something you might invest your points in to sort of beat yeah, them up a little bit or it will 100 percent two of them i will dig out two um that i'm gonna put the main focus on um i'm also tempted just because of how bad my keeper is is putting armor kid in goal already because I've always felt that PV is the only real thing in keepers that matters. I'm not really ever worried about OA of a keeper. As long as the speed and movement are decent and the PV's all right, I'm not really worried about OA of a keeper. But I might just take the risk and, and put them in because See, just playing. So seems like me and you are sort of having similar struggles there because my wing backs have not performed how I've wanted them to, and neither's my keeper. So I'm taking the, the punt of moving my trialist keeper up from the reserve straight into the first team. I'm thinking about it. Um, and then, and yeah, because he's already gone up to 95-34, so he's, he's quite solid. Um, and he's got 10, 10 star handling. And um, my, my two wing backs, um, I'm thinking of adding team, team SA2. So, yeah, similar sort of boat, I think, there. How about you, Martin? What, what, what's your plans to do with your 15 points? Um, I've got a few more to play with because I've, like, like Daryl said, I've cashed in on a few players. So I've sort of raised sort of 18, 19 points or so. Um, but yeah, I've got a few players. Um, I think three or four original players that I've kept on, uh, kept hold of. Sorry, um, since um, the beginning of the game, that haven't really moved much um, as I, as I'd have liked by now. So I'm thinking probably potential on one or two of them, um, possibly up in the speed on one of them. Um, but yeah, I'm just undecided at the moment, really. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's something I was actually. I'll ask Lane what he's going to do, and then I'll ask you a question. Actually, it'd be interesting to get your your point of view on. Uh, yeah, Lane, what, what's your what's your plans for your fifteen points? I've kind of looked a few times, and every time I look, I change my mind. So probably <laughs> neither time will change again. But I'll definitely be putting. A, I'll be making the centre half, so I'll be putting Gent on them. Um, just. I don't know how, how many sending, sending offs I've had to centre backs. It must be, I don't know, seven or eight maybe since the game started, which is quite a lot. Um, so what, I'm going to. Out of curiosity, what's their regression and what's their tackling? Uh, it'll be nine and it'll be nine and nine. Pretty on much both. the full back. Yeah, on both. They're, they're, they're nines and nine. So, uh, I, would, um, I, would try and get, I would try and get tackling up to 10. And you should see less, less of that. We've. Because I I, no, I think Gents are a, a decent essay. I just think you're probably um, wasting um, wasting your UE points instead of like getting tackling up. Because if their tackling's better than their aggression, it's less chance that they're going to commit a foul. Hold on, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it is it is nine, it's nines and nines. But for three points, though, I don't know if. I've I've never had anyone with yeah. before. I don't know if it stops. Does it completely stop bookings? Does it stop the like? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's something. That I, it's, but it is something I'm considering. I think because I've got my um my kid who I created with Karma, um and he's a playmaker, but he's got ten star aggression, um and all the and he's also got determination, which sort of to me sort of like it's like he's just a, a red card waiting to happen. So I'm sort of not not with the fifteen points I've got, but sort of later down the lines, yeah, when we sort of accumulate. 
uh, another three points. I'm thinking of putting gentlemen on him, but I think that makes more sense with like the ten star though. Yeah. I think it's worth think... it because I put uh, gentlemen on Felipe um, at the start of the season. He got sent off, I think, three times last season, and yeah, he's, he's not even had one booking. So I think it completely yeah. wipes out those as well. Yeah, yeah. That's it interesting. Does. It really does. And see, at the end of the day, see, I don't mind sending sending offs to anyone, but see if it's a centre half during the game. I mean, it's it's the one killer, position. Isn't it? It's fine, mate. It's fine. You you still win games one 0 so it's all right, mate. Well, <laughs> see if I'm play, see if I'm playing anyone. If I'm playing like a good opposition, then I'm going to lose. But if I'm playing against, you know, <laughs> fuck you, you can get away love with it. it. Love it. <laughs> And what, I, so, just before I asked Lang, I said there was something else I was going to ask you, and it'd be interesting to get your, your thoughts. So I'll, I'll ask this to, to Martin and Lang first, and we'll get Daryl and Faddy's opinion on it. But um, say, say obviously you've got 15 points, so you've built up enough, say, to get 20 points. Say you've got the cash reserves or a few extra points. What, what are your guys' thoughts on adding, um, like upping someone to 10 speed for 20 points? Do you think that's a waste or... or, or or it's correct in the right in the right circumstances. What, what do you think? Uh, let's go back to Lang. What do you I think, think right now, um, I think twenty points is too much. I mean, maybe see see once you've maybe got. I seen Max's team the other, uh, I think today posted up, and he's got a full team that um, is kind of second team, and it's um, a full team of double SAs. So he's almost run out of things to put on now. So really, all he can do is is up speeding up aggression. So. I think later on in the game it might be something to look at, but I think just now I've got I can put more essays and I can put, spend the points a bit better. I just mm. think twenty is probably too much. If I maybe had a, a player that maybe had eight speed, um, I would maybe think about it. But the majority of my squad are, are either nine or ten anyway, so yeah. maybe down the line and maybe make the centre backs ten speed. But it's it's just too much points at this this moment in time. I think. What do you think, man? Um, I'm not sure about the pricing, to be honest. Um, the only thing I'd say is that I've started the game with zero UE points and I've still not even got to 20 at the moment. So if I was to raise another couple more UE points and get to 20, I'm not going to blow it all on upping someone from a 9 to a 10 because then I've used up all my resources. I've got no cash. I've got uh, no UE points, no nothing then. So it's kind of like putting all your eggs in one basket if I do, if I do that. So if I think if you start off with... 70 or 80 odd points then yeah you can probably do that if, if you've got one really talented player you can up that 9 to a 10 you can afford to do it when you start with so many points but for me no I, I won't be doing it and probably won't even end up doing it for the whole game I think Believe it or not yeah. that's um, in this game I've had 121 UE points which is uh, quite ironic <laughs> but, uh, 121 so I mean that's I remember the old game the first time it came in I think 35 was a I think 35 or 40 in game 107, I think, was the most. And now, I mean, you're only in season, just any season two, and I've had 121 with this team. So, um, plus the option to buy more, I'll probably get another Christmas. So, probably by the end of this game, easily maybe 200 points <laughs> will have been spent on this team. Jesus. Yeah, and um, and you're still below me in the table. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> I've still got the home game. I've, I've only played three home games, Faddy. See the fixtures. You're going to drop. There with you. Always something. Always something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, drop, it's my sendings off. It's my centre back. It's my home games. It's I didn't read my turn. Didn't realise I was playing Cambridge. Like, come on. <laughs> what was my excuse in game uh, hundred when you were in my shadow for about five years? <laughs> I was a rookie. You took advantage. That's what it was. <laughs> 
That Daryl's <laughs> always in everyone's shadows. He's in Division Four and he's not even in the top three. Fuck you know. It's, it's all joint points. I'm not worried about that. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was having a, an interesting conversation with a few guys. One of them was like uh, Mark Rohn, and it was sort of like with the sort of how overpowered ten speed, especially wingers, seem to be in this game. That was sort of the argument of that you can only sort of match it by having. Um, 10 speed fullbacks and wingbacks and they seem to be in rare supply strangely so there was like the thought of of investing in that I, but I kind of have to agree with you guys I don't want to um, I think for me it's just it's just too expensive I, I see too many frailties and weaknesses in my side that I need to address and I think a couple of essays around the place could could sort of uh, answer those those issues um, How much cash yeah, have you got? Yeah. So I've I currently got I'm sitting on sixteen sixteen points. Yeah, in cash. Uh, and, and I've got about eight, close to eighty million. Okay, so you got eighty million plus overdraft. No, no, that's including. Sorry, sorry including overdraft. overdraft. Okay, yeah. so so with eighty million, that's that will get you eight UE points plus yeah, whatever points you plus whatever points you've got now. Potentially, potentially twenty four points. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you. I don't think you need to buy buy players because your team is is decent, and you're competing in your league. It's not like you're not competing. Um, mm. So you could just buy points and and make your team better because that's what you need. Right that, now. that was it. I mean, so someone was sort of saying to me about, oh yeah, you should up um, uh, my other my left because my one of my wing uh, wing backs has got ten speed, the other's got nine. He's like, oh, you should up that, and then you're covered there. And I was like, Do you know what? If anything, I'd have put probably up to Camacho to ten speed. So then he's a 30, 101, 39 right forward. That's sort of my Kevin Keegan approach to UE. It's just to try and get more goals. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting debate though. It's like it, it is, and, and that's another question for you guys. Do you think that I mean, it'd be interesting to get the other guys' uh, thoughts on this? Because I think we sort of touched on it a little bit, but it was something that was asked again. Was is the ten speed thing still like now we're a bit further down the line? Is it, do you think it's overpowered or? Uh, yeah, because like ten seem to be breezing past nine speed players, and a lot of people are complaining about this, especially this week um, in the chats and in in Discord and stuff like that. Uh, or do you just think it's not being addressed tactically? Look, be, be, before you can sort of go over to Lang and and and, um, and Martin about this, yeah, sure, my, you interrupt my, your podcast. No, uh, yeah, it is exactly. <laughs> but what my point is, people are complaining that players with ten speed are going past players with nine speed easily in real life. If I am faster than you, I will beat you in a race. Like, I don't get it. So if I've got 10 speed, I'm faster than you with 9 speed, I'm going to beat you. Like, it's not my fault you ain't got 10 speed. Go and buy a 10 speed fullback. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I kind of get that. But then it, it's, it's kind of relative, isn't it? Because, I mean, like, like the argument has been made, John Terry wasn't ever fast. But, I mean... Barely anyone ever got past, okay. especially pacey players. So and it's just like should should they defend deeper for though? And that's my argument, Daryl. I I think yeah, I've got done by it this week because I made a massive error in in one of my tactics. I thought I was playing a team of wingbacks, and I wasn't. I was playing wingers and fullbacks, and that's what it was just an obvious thing. And I think if I got my tactics right, like I've done when I've played other teams with fast wingers, uh, if, if, I, if I address it tactically right, it's been okay. You know, and I and I think people are just uh, don't want to play support defense, don't want to play defend deep, don't want to play other tactics that might help. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. What What do you guys think anyway? 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's, um, I mean, I, I could have the same argument as well this week, Terry. I mean, I've lost uh, away to Napoli 2-1 this week and looking at his uh, strikes, I think they've got 10 and 9 speed. So, um, I mean, I, I didn't go defend deep and in hindsight, maybe I should have. Um, but then I thought perhaps my defenders were good enough um, to be able to deal with that threat anyways, being uh, 101 overall and 99 overall at centre-backs. Um, so you think maybe I don't have to defend deep if they've got general strengths across the board kind of thing. High, high judgment, for instance. Um, I was talking about John Terry there. But they're no slouches either. They're eight speeds and so they've not been breezed past, but you can see that's their strengths and they've played to their strengths. And they've come out on top in a close game. So, yeah, it might well be a case of in future, I think, um, perhaps taking a more, you know, a different approach to these uh, to these tricky away games, I think. Yeah, maybe we need to look at it more tactically rather than sort of just complaining that it's 10 100%. against 9 and that's winning every time. 100%. What do you, what do you think, Callum? Um, yeah, probably, I, th- I probably think the master ta- tactic could probably get used a bit better for giving you the option to maybe deal with dealing with um, the 10 speed um, a lot of people like maybe games before you didn't really want to use support defence because you felt as though you maybe had to drop if you say you were going to do keep possession and pressure play you didn't really want to drop one of them to put in support defence because it seemed a wee bit negative but I mean you've got the master tactic there to give you a wee bit of cover maybe using it using the master tactic that way but yeah. I don't know I mean, the first thing I look at I've got 10 speed wingers um, and the first thing usually every team I'm playing against the first thing I'll do is I'll look at their I'll look at their full backs or their wing backs to see what the, what they look like I mean that's the first thing I always look at the opposition's full backs um, and kind of on that basis I kind of know how the game might go on on kind of playing to the wings and trying to attack them when you're up against you look at Amir's team and you look at that Man City team his full backs are 10, well, 10 star speed, you've got 10 speed. So it'd be interesting to see coming up again, because I've not really came up against a team that's got that kind of speed. I mean, possibly only Man United in the cup, I think his full back line's almost 10, 10 speed. And I lost 2-0, quite a, <laughs> quite, a, quite an easy defeat. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but maybe the master tactic could maybe get one way around it. Yeah, yeah, interesting point. And so, as I think that was... But... Something uh, you you mentioned there as well is something like me and Daryl I think I spoke about on the podcast before is 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 that people could could use that master tactic. I mean, like you said, you're saying there, Callum, where uh, people don't want to use support defence, they sort of refuse to flat out refuse to use it. But you know, you have essentially like a give or a throwaway, don't you? You have a throwaway master tactic now where you can you know you can use one tactic for support defence, but you still have those two slots to go a bit more attacking if you want. Yeah. I think it's still, I mean, a lot of people, I see a lot of people doubling up. I usually double up sometimes to my strengths and I'll maybe double up and play to wings most weeks. Um, but again, whether or not that's more beneficial than picking a third tactic, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people get kind of mixed views on the master tactic. Um, so I think probably further down the line, we'll know a wee bit more about that. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I definitely think that's maybe a key. Okay, that's interesting. So um, moving on, though, I think something uh, sort of I asked you guys about earlier today was uh, for your hot takes and your um, unpopular opinions from U- from UE for from this game so far. And and hot, hot takes don't necessarily have to be like you know completely positive or controversial or anything. They could be just yeah, whatever you want it to be. But I mean, uh, yeah, what would your hot takes been sort of 
your, your biggest takeaway so far from the game? What, what's, what would that be for you? Uh, so like, let's go Faddy first. What would, what would be your biggest uh, uh, takeaway? Be- uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna flip it because we're we're talking about okay. the master tactic. Uh, my actual unpopular opinion is the master tactic is a bunch of bullshit. Nah, okay. some people think some people think the master tactic's brilliant. You throw it in and you can add extra stuff and you could do this. I have played so many games this season where teams haven't played that master tactic and I've drawn against them or I've lost against them. And and I sit back and I'm like, how am I playing an extra tactic? I've got an advantage over this team because they've either not sent their turn or they forgot to add that bit or whatever they've done. But yet, I'm not able to beat them. Like, so for me, mm-hmm. I think I think the master tactic, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I can yeah, debate that. Say you contradict your master. Say you pick a you pick a tactic and then your master tactic basically goes against it, contradicts it. Then I could see that have it. Your master tactic having a, a negative effect rather than a. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. I mean, it's like say you say you had say you went. I know no one would do this, but say you went zonal marking and then in your master tactic you went man marking. That surely would have yeah, some sort would, of effect. Do you know what I mean? That or sense. if you were maybe trying to maybe mixing something up and there might be tactics that when you pick three of them they clash so a team that's picking two that are kind of tried and tested might come on top I don't know I mean no one knows I suppose apart from Ben yeah yeah Yeah, see I've I've, I've used it to to success I I would say relative success so far yeah I won, won the league last year and I'm doing okay I'm holding my own in in the Premier League at the moment and uh, I, I've always used them, and I think what I've tried to do is is uh, at least use one tactic space to counter something like the like. So say I was playing a team, let's, like we were just saying, like yeah, you know, with with uh, pacey wingers or something like that. Yeah, you know, I would think of support defense, defend deep, or man marking, or and something depend depend on the, what was going on, and then support defense, and that's my throwaway. Yeah, you know I mean, and then I still got the other. Midfield slot plus the master one to do something a bit more positive, you know, like maybe a keep position, maybe a fluid midfield, maybe attack on the break. You know, I mean, something, something else. You know, it's it, it, it's for me. It, it sort of opens up the the. You know, I don't have to play completely negative football, which was something which was a bit worrying coming into this game. Thinking if I get promoted and I'm playing, you know, the big boys, I've got to constantly sit back against them, and I've got no way of getting forward because I've only got one midfield slot after using support defence. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how many people actually use the master tactic. I mean, I think I've used the master tactic every time on a midfield um, kind of tactic. I don't know yeah. if many people use what three three attacking uh, tactics or yeah, yeah, I, yeah. For me, defend. Because Suarez can only really playing. play a certain way. There's only really two two tactics you can use with Suarez. So I use the master tactic just to add something else. So Is he on the bridge? Is that, is that to like to, yeah, he's not in the stands. Yeah. So to use the, but you can get, you, you, you can use something else, can't you, to um, sort of accentuate someone else in, in that position. Yeah. It, like in different, like your free roll, you could link play to your free roll or something, maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Ryan? 
Cheers, Mike, mate. Yeah. Thanks for your input there. I probably had to sit there. Sorry, can you just repeat that bit? Sorry. So yeah, yeah. Just so it was. Uh, yeah, sorry. Everyone falls asleep when uh, when Fanny's speaking. But yeah, he said his un- his unpopular opinion was basically that he thinks the master tactics bullshit. He d- doesn't think it works, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, what's, what's your take on that? No, I think it does work. It's it's next in addition. I think. Um, yeah, like I say, I think if you play something in midfield, if you're going to play support defence and defend deep, then you can probably do something to give you that attacking option as well. So you're not just completely defending deep and sitting back. So you've still got a way to push forward. So it mm. could well be, yeah, um, do something attacking to complement that defensive approach. So I think I don't think it's difficult because you, you can either sort of double down on something if you think it's going to favour you or is it something that you need to uh, protect your team against your opponent's strengths. You know, I don't think any of any of have any of us really mastered it yet. What's the best way to to play it? I don't know. I uh, like that. It's it's yeah, still I, I, sort of um, all open to debate. I think. I like, I like to mix it up. I mean, obviously, yeah, we we discussed what I played against you, Martin, and, and like my master tactic was the one which was like the little cheeky one that I chucked in there that sort of played, yeah, worked out well in the end. Um, and uh, like I've I've used it in different ways before as well when I've played sides with. Um, with slow centre back saying I've, I've used doubled up on run at defence or something like that with Camacho and he's been getting hat tricks and uh, stuff like that. But then equally, when I've played, um, like say, like when I played Arsenal, I was able to uh, defend deep, support defence, and then use the the mid the secondary midfield slot plus the master tactic to do something a bit more expansive. So I, I think it does work in in that sense. So yeah, yeah, definitely an unpopular opinion, Fatty. Well done there. <laughs> <laughs> has, has anyone else got one? Well, see me. Yeah, mine, well, mine would be. I don't think um, the untrainable stats are as important as people make. I've never mm. believed it. I've never ever thought that they're as important. You know, as some of the. So you don't think? Not as important so... where people are like, I cannot play a certain way if they don't have this. I I think that's bullshit. Okay, so that means that's, you can't play. So un, un, untrainable stat is judgment. That means you can't play offside trap if you're defender. So you think that you could still play it. I didn't say that you don't need them. I just don't think they're the be-all and end-all as everyone makes out. I never have. Like, some people Mm. literally will not sign a player if they're less than a certain number. And I just, I've never, ever thought that that's... Uh, I think but that's because the ta- that's because of the tactics they play. So again, going back yeah, to, to offside trap and judgment. Saying, so then everyone does the same as me and just plays one way. Yeah, we've already had that. That no one does that. So that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I kind of get you. You're saying that they, you they, they play tactics, but they don't play the same tactics. Every okay, week. but if if I'm not on this podcast for staying the same way, if I was on that, if I believed it, I would only have stats of the one tactic. But it's not okay, but one one second, one second. You know? If I have if I have players that already have nines, for example, in untrainables, I can then train them up in all the other positions, and I don't have to worry about it. Which means I can play whatever tactic I want. Now, if I bring a player in, if I bring a player in, but one second, if I bring a player in that has, for example, let let's say I bring in a whole defense that only has four speed, really and truly, I have to play one way, which would be defend deep. Or if I bring in a whole team that only has four judgment in defence. No, no, no. I'm I, I it's think it's not as important as everyone yeah. keeps trying to make out. To so can it I really can I isn't. jump in on that, Daryl? So 
because I, I kind of agree to it to a degree because like I always say like I, I don't I think so I think some of it is part of a, like, more of a transfer discussion isn't it because I think some people want the moon on a stick they want nines across the board for untrainables and uh, you know it's something ridiculous uh, whereas like me I, I want sevens but that's just it's not so much because I can't play without sevens everywhere it's because I want to play with sevens everywhere I want to be able to play any tactic I want you know um and maybe that's my downfall. Maybe it's because I'm rather than a master of a certain trade of like, maybe like, you know, someone like yourself who plays a certain way. I'm sort of jack of all trades. I can sort of chip and chat, chop and change, you know, and, and do different things. Would would that be sort of a fair, fair assessment there? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I, I just, you know, having tried to swap Lima, just the reliance on the untrainable yeah, yeah. It's, I, 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 I spoke that to people someone. need to get their head out of because I just don't think it's. I yeah, because I, I can agree to to a point because I had a wing back um, that I was going to swap, and the guy was sort of like at the last minute was like, actually, now he's got seven aggression. I'm like, well, it's not important for a fucking wing back. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not it's not a PV stat for a wing back. It's just it's you know, and seven's fine. Seven can play anything. Yeah, you, know, you can even do going hard with seven. Because look at it. So we're yeah. saying that tens are going to be messy standard, yeah? That's 10. That's yeah, yeah. the ultimate, yeah? And one is Titus Bramble, yeah? What's yeah. wrong with seven? What's wrong with having a player that's half as good as Messi? What is wrong with that? Nothing at all. So seven okay. as a minimum. Do you know what I mean? But look at that as as that's the as an example. You're you're So why there. is it you're like, why there. is it only nine? I just, I've never, no. I've never believed it. And I never base my deals on that. And... I very rarely deal with people that do deal with that. D- Daryl, your word just... in there, your word in there was, was what is what is example. the point? No, but one second. What is what's so bad about having a player that's half exactly. as good as, Messi. good as Messi? Half, half. You're not going to get a whole team in this game of Messi's, are you? You're just not. And it's yeah, but you want to get players. But you want to get players as close yeah. to yeah. that as so possible. I was saying that five is half as good as Messi. So what's wrong with seven? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with a seven. And so basing your whole team that seven is shit, it's just, so it it's just bullshit to me. Like, it's it just ba- not, not a thing for me. Like, it's just not. It just goes back to yeah. transfers, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's what people are after. Some people want a moon on a stick and others are a bit more yeah, that's, sensible. That's always more. been the thing with me. The unpopular opinion is, like, that moon is just uh, unrealistic. Because that's, that's why that's why games die because you're only looking at one one you're looking for one stat you're not looking for anything else for me that is always why transfers quieten up because everyone is just lost in that lost in that vision of everything has to be nines minimum and then transfers dry up because no one's dealing because no one's got all, no one has a team full of that you don't you look at your scouts you scout eight teams yeah because you do a couple of other matches and stuff you're not going to find yeah. all, you you find what one or two in the whole lot, you know? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's true, just, true. it's not, it's not, it's not a thing. And if it's not in the game as common as other things are, means it's not as important as people make. You know, you have so to it's almost get to the point where you've got a hand you know? Yeah. So it, it always gets to the point where you've got a hand pick a player that you want to sign. Like, you, you ain't going to find sort of one yeah. or two players in the mm-hmm. entire game that fit that way that you want to play if you're looking for certain mm-hmm. stats. Like seven plus is everywhere. You, you, you're going to struggle to find them. And even then, if you do find them, that manager ain't going to let them go cheap, is he? So, yeah, exactly. And that, for no, me, point. is where, where it's, it's a bit bullshit because people get blinded by that trainable thing. I, 
I've never. I've never. I've never. And we uh, never looked you, at two untrainables and we romped home as in Feyenoord that league I won at a canter and I don't think we had vision across the team at all. You know, and we dominated that. So I've won things without doing it. So I know that it's I just never felt it was as important as I say. Yeah. As I hear yeah. now. No, no, I I kind I kinda of get that. I kinda of get that. How about you, Martin? You got one? Yeah, I'd say it's also a hot take and an unpopular opinion. But okay. the um, the state of mind, I think, has been a great addition into the game. Um, but I do think my unpopular opinion is that it should be hidden away again. I mean, I long called, I've called for a long time for something. I felt for a long time it was in the game, and uh, obviously we've seen it in one two one. I don't know if it was in previous games. I think it might have been, but it's the first time I've seen it in in UE anyway in one two one. Um, but yeah. I feel we've all got a taste for it now, and we all sort of got an understanding of what it is and what we can do to affect it. Um, but I do think now. Um, I mean, part of it could go back to a part of the game as well, where where we do the talk to player action. I think if that actually revealed the state of mind for that one player on that week, it actually came back and said your player is motivated, uh, your player is still settling in, your player is disillusioned, he wants to move away from your club. I think if you actually got that reveal in addition to the talk to player action, then I think maybe hide it away. Okay. Yeah, Just because I think otherwise, yeah, it can be a bit too... If you see everybody sort of motivated, then is it a bit too easy at that point? I don't know. Maybe part of the challenge, or at least in the hard format game, perhaps part of that challenge should be to get an idea of when your player isn't right, talk to them, see there's an issue, and then action it. Interesting. Yeah, I hadn't really... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, Sorry, I, think, I think I'd agree with what I was just saying. I think try to make the game a wee bit harder as well. I think everything that's coming in is making it slightly easier. I mean... I have to agree you... there. Yeah. Do you know what it is, right? I think I think hard format games should have that in, where you remove um, state of mind and you have to talk to the players to do that. But in easy format games, you can see it on the back of your page. Now, I don't know if Ben's able to do that, but I just feel like where we're playing a hard format game, there should be stuff that's in the game that is actually hard to do. Like, it should be hard. Do you know what I mean? Just additional things like... Um, and I think if you if you added that imp, um, and implemented that into the game, I'd, I just think that you you entice people to play hard format games a little bit more. And then the easy format games is just to test things and see how they work and mess around and whatever and you can just manage whoever the hell you wanted um but yeah i, I definitely think that i i would actually like your opinion um uh, your unpopular opinion hot topic whichever one hot it to- is both both yeah, yeah. Both, yeah. yeah. i think yeah. it's a nice addition to have it a bit more involved but now it's 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 easier to manipulate it to know like okay i get these guys to motivate start you know what i mean yeah. like it's easily it. manipulated, and that's that's where it becomes and, and, an issue with it. And like, the, and the worst thing, week, ab- if I speak to three of them that go from happy to motivated, going into a big game is a good time to do that. You know, like, and before I would never have known that. You know, agreed, agreed. Which is why, yeah. uh, which is why I'm saying in hard format games shouldn't have it, but easy format games can. Fucking hell, it must be Christmas. Me and Fatty are agreeing. Yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely yeah, a place yeah. in the game for it. I mean, I'm saying, I, yeah, I still think there's a place in the game for it. So, yeah, perhaps, uh, like I say, an easy format game. Yeah, chuck it in there. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get shot where, at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The point of the game is just to cheese it out for three or four seasons, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd like I'd like to see it sort of the game be a bit tougher with um, like a proper half format in future. But I, I think for for what the game is at the moment, I, I think it works. I think it's it's kind of good and it. It's nice to sort of like we're, it almost feels like we're being trialed and guinea pigged sort of with all these new bits and pieces and you know all these ideas Ben's got and it, I, quite, I quite like that in a, in, a, in a sense of you know we get we get an understanding of it of what's good and what's not and you know uh, and like he said I think in the in the previous podcast it was like you know he, he does listen for sort of you know customer feedback so to speak uh, so it's, it's interesting that that, so that I've could, just that been listening to our podcast that. to try and see what we nearly figured out that's what oh no i know that's still haunting me to this day Jeez. i i ain't got time for that man what have we done 26 27 episodes now <laughs> bro that i, I can't defense. yeah no nah, <laughs> I, I ain't got time for that shit uh, let's finish up with lang what, what's your what's your what's your uh your takeaway um, or hot or unpopular opinion probably oh wait sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah battle's still still playing the game um <laughs> no, I'd probably go with. I know you went on about it, Terry, but and I know that the kind of business sense behind it. But the northern teams getting added, um, but not not even just them getting added. I, I thought the teams when they, I know they they missed 10, 10 turns, but some of the northern teams were starting with ninety four and ninety three overall players. Plus, yeah. they had most of them had maybe seventy odd points. I mean, when you look at the lower teams that were in. Not not like big teams like Faddy that are now struggling, but when you look at the smaller teams like, <laughs> and, uh, like Exeter, like Caro and stuff like that, and even the ones like uh, in, in the third and the fourth leagues, I mean, our starting squads were around about, I think my best player was 80, 88. So when you're looking 10 turns, and then I know, I know they've got to get a wee bit of a head start, but they're still, they're still getting their points. I just mm. thought their starting teams were far too strong. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yes, I agree. With that, I, but, I agree. I, I had like um I, I think my best player was ninety three thirty five centre back and he was like 30, 34, 35. It was that uh, Jeremy Matthew or something like that and yeah. I saw those Northern League sides and they had like seventy eighty odd points plus the um the 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 sale for for another twenty points yeah. and it's just like fuck yeah. I, I only got like forty fifty something like that I was like, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough do you know what I mean and I thought yeah if I had I'm like, sat here now with an extra twenty point it'd be a totally different side. Yeah, and I know they missed out on they missed out on the kind of when all the good players were there. Do you know what I mean the turn ones, the turn twos, and stuff like that? So maybe that was the the, the reasoning behind making them a wee bit stronger because they've missed out on all that scouting. But I think that should have yeah. just been something that happened but when you take, think, you take on a second team. But surely, do you think? Do you think maybe it's a fair point that it should have been balanced one way, like you know? maybe not having access to the 20 extra points or having less points but the stronger players or the opposite haven't being allowed the 20 extra points and then having like 80 odd you know pv players yeah i'd maybe go with that i'd maybe get them start off with higher better better players but the points and then it just i just felt personally it flooded the market um and it made the points that other people had not as valuable and um in, if you were trying to make deals then you had another um, you had a lot of these teams that were throwing players with all their points to try and get bigger players, which would have probably stopped. I know you mentioned it before, but maybe stopped other teams dealing with the kind of smaller teams to to kind of better their teams because they can start dealing yeah. with the northern teams. Yeah, I felt it kind of um, 
shrunk the market for like so, so yeah for t- more more for, so for teams in like division three and division four i mean you you're i think something daryl's touched on before you know, you're, you're trying to compete and and squad build and all that and then uh these other teams come in with cracking players uh and access to all the the points and essays and, and stuff like that and like, like we we're saying now we we've seen we're seeing teams like in the northern league and other leagues uh, who've, who've you know been taken over and they've got you know a full first 11 full of pop players and dual essays it's yeah. yeah, for 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 season two turn eight, that seems a bit excessive. But but yeah. then play Plus, again. You know that I've always been quite big on mm. the balance. But can we really knock if that's how they want to play? That's what's difficult. Is all of us going? No, no, no. I, I different. I mean, if I sorry, took the top team, I would want to be there. I suppose. I I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, you know, I've always mm. been like, there's got to be a reason to chase. As you say, when you see a team that's full of pot and dual essays already, and you're like, oh, "What's the point? Come season five, that's going to be unmanaged, or it's going to no one's really going to care about it and stuff." Um, it, it's a tough one to balance. I don't see that you're ever going to be able to balance it. You know, having sat and yeah. thought about it, I don't know how you balance it. Like, so it's some people, yeah, just want to play that way. They've got a three season plan, get as good as they bloody can as quick as possible, and get the hell out. You know. Mm. Um, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, though. But see, even see, even if all the northern teams were shit, like I mean, dog shit teams, they would still you would still get people taking their teams on, and you would just be playing a kind of competition between the two or, or the two leagues. Do you know what I mean? And then it wouldn't have that much an effect on the game. I just felt the quality of their teams and the amount of points they got had a had a knock on effect on the game. Whereas, and if you keep it a wee a wee diddy league like the maybe SPL and the Scottish League in real life. Do you know what I mean? Then you're just challenging yourself, and you're it's more like it's more about competition against the other leagues rather than maybe building a team that's maybe going to knock other teams out of Europe later on. Do you know what I mean? Season three, you could be coming up against these teams that are wiping the floor with you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you see a team that's full of pot and yeah, the good players, and they've all got dual SAs. I, I'm then starting to think they're going to be more worrying if I draw them in the Champions League than Arsenal or Tottenham or Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it's, it starts to get to that point where you're like, shit, this is, this is going to get really, really dodgy. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, it, and it, feel, it, feels, it feels as well for me that it, it's, it's just too easy then. It's like, you know, you've, if you've been able to do that, then it's been an easy job. Do you know what I mean? If you've been able to do yeah. that, whereas like, I think I had four or five pot players. I've basically transferred and wheeled and dealed my way to get. I think I've got nine now, um, uh, and I, 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 most of them are not players that started with me. They're, they're players I've brought in. Uh, I think I've got two or three players that I added pot to myself, and the rest of them have been through dealing. And I, I feel like that's that's the way it should be, in a sense. Yeah. But maybe that's a bit too old school. Maybe it's a yeah. yeah maybe it's well, the old, old thinking about. The good thing is it's kept the it's kept the game busy. It's kept transfers going. So, I mean, even though kind of having a moan about it, it's still I still think it's ultimately been good for the game in some way. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 got mm. extra money for Ben, and it's it's got more people taking interest, more deals. So, you can't complain too much. No, no. And uh, yeah, let's, let's check in with Martin see if he's still awake. Uh, what's your thought? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Um, oh, I yeah. did it with um, one of the Northern League teams. I think Strom got it. Um, fairly early on, I say fairly early on, but um, I think at 10, 10, 10 or 11 or so, um, I swapped away party um, for Stengel, and that was a pretty good deal at the time. 
um, because it cleared a lot of debt. Um, he put potential on him and without those points, could he put potential on him? Could he then offer him to me? Who knows? So hmm. it, 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 it keeps him competitive as well. It gives him a chance to um, to be able to compete for those top players. Now, this would fit the other side of, of, the, of, um, of the argument, of course. So, it's, yeah, I mean, so there's two that's ways looking at it. So that's the, that's the way I've seen it. Anyway, it's kept them in the game as well, really. It's kept them able to make an offer for, for the top players, I think. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, okay, well, we'll move on now. We're going to go to do our community watch. Uh, Fadia, Daryl, you've got that in front of you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. In our on our chat, yeah. So uh, first, a word from can our get, sponsor. Can I get a jingle, please, uh, for the community? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. it's Christmas time, and we are here. Boom, 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 boom. And I've got a little bit of news for you. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I even encourage it now. What the hell? <laughs> right. Are you addicted to gravy? Do you need a gravy test to detect if there is blood in your system? Do you find yourself doing lines of bisto off a Weatherspoon's toilet seat? Then contact the Gravy Addiction Association to help get you through this disgusting and degrading habit. <laughs> uh, is there another jingle for me? You can no, no, you just go crack into it. Crack yeah, yeah, uh, go on if you want. Just go straight into it's it. It's Christmas. Oh, I'm, I'm got uh, jingles. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, double, double Christmas, double jingle. Yeah, um, okay. It's community watch. Do, 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 do. Christmas time. Community watch. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> firstly, this week, Maxi's Everton remained in the bottom three of the UK Premier League. Following a 1-1 result with Chelsea, this sees Maxi now still without a win. And he's seen more draws than Clint Eastwood's Spaghetti Western movie. Andy Hare's Art Mader remains, um, remains, and Matty Perry's Wildstone also remain the only UE sides with a hundred percent unbeaten win, uh, unbeaten record. Um, smugness levels at both the clubs are reported at a level high. And finally, during the pandemic, we have reassurance on fresh food, as Tondela's Nathan's Cole will be selling this from his store. Everything at ten for a pound. Oh no! Uh, now, now to Daryl with uh, the transfer roundup from Mr. Dave Hammond. Indeed, and I had it up, and now it, there it is. Right there we go. Uh, Merry Christmas to one of all. He he did a shorter one because he wants me to do a Santa voice. Dave, fuck you. Uh, right, top cash deal this turn <laughs> is Santas. Real Mallorca, Santas top cash deal this turn. Real Mallorca gave. FF Gyro, the kind of Christmas gift he loves, a package sale. Joining them is Alba, who is 31 years old, 101OA, 38 left wing back with Flair, joined for 40 million. Perez, a 23-year-old, 96-37 centre mid, who joined for 39.4. And Fukumori. <laughs> I just, I've got rude visions today. So a 27-year-old, 92OA, 37 centre back with determination, also joins for 20.9. And he gave him like a hundred mil, basically. So someone is rocking around a Christmas tree here. No stopping the spending at Mallorca, who went to Wigan 
for Tankovic, a 25-year-old, 98-36 free roll, right left mid, and 43 million was the cost. They've given it out this Christmas season. Only Cole left. Ho, ho, ho. Pereiro goes to Dynamo Zagreb for just over 34.4. Calgary, he is a 25-97-37 free roll, 36 right left mid, 8-7-6 untrainables. He was sent wrapped and bowed. The gift tag said, wishing you well and relegation. Uh, top swap deals this turn. AC Milan sign Arthur Christmas. <laughs> no, sorry. Arthur. Um, 24 years old, 101-38 free roll, 37 playmaker with composure. And pot for Brozovic. 27-year-old, 104-37 free roll with flair and Mollican. 21 years old, 95-36 centre-back. Anchorman with Rel and Pot. Uh, Dundee United signed super-looking 10-speed striker Urzi, who would look good in any manager's stocking this year. He is a 20-year-old. None of your fantasies coming out in this, Dave, please, mate. He's a 20-year-old, 101-08-38 left forward. Comes from Esvada, who receive a magical gift in El Nezri, a 23-year-old, 108-37 left forward with Pot, and Brandt, a 26-year-old, 98-36 playmaker inside forward. Jolly good ho-ho-ho in there. Pogba switches the lights of Ruben Kazan for the holy grail of Lazio. What great seasonal greetings he received. Pogba is a 27-years-old, 104-39 playmaker with ego and flair, crossing the other way on a sleigh, is Euromovic, 23 years old, 101-38 centre-back with leader and pot. The weird and wonderful, eight players popped out the sack and, <laughs> and joined the clubs on free transfers this week with 12 paying Chester Pound, candy canes and mince pies for all. Um, and Dave would just like to add, <laughs> it has been wonderful to serve all your needs this year and Yui has found me the secrets of life. Reborn again, Gareth Southgate, a so-called 19 years old, 90-08 defender, has left Real Sociedad for Inter Milan in search of forgiveness. He is the real Jesus Christ and missed that penalty to save you. Cross your heart and hope to score next time, Gareth. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Uemus. And Merry oh, Christmas to you, Dave. Um, he puts a lot of work into that, to be fair. So I know we thank him a lot, he but um, he, he does put a lot of work into that for us, so much he much does he's a top to bloke and i have to say i'm feeling quite confident that may have been my best pronunciation of all our podcasts apart, yeah. apart from apart from the bro one <laughs> Sorry, you, I, I you, you extended bro. you extended the bro bro <laughs> i just <laughs> I get 420 signs in my head you know i just get back to like <laughs> you know smoking weed and you just bro <laughs> oh no <laughs> So we're going to finish up with a few questions. Um, I've, I've also put it out uh, just on, on the chat just a minute ago for uh, any questions for, for you guys. And uh, so we'll, we'll put them across now. Um, but just start with a couple of, of, of seasonable seasonable, uh, seasonal, seasonal questions. Fuck me. Um, how much have I had to drink? So first, uh, uh, obviously, it's a, a very contentious point of debate here. And, you know, got to ask, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Two no. against one. No. Or, or three, three against two. Three against no two. No one cares there you go. about Callum, Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Brave Heart. Just watched Brave Heart. Just draws a Santa beard on the TV screen. Let him talk to humor him. 
Who invented the TV? I'm sure it was a Scottish guy, Daryl. So fuck you. Because you're lazy fat fucks that just sit on your ass, isn't it? Doing nothing. You had to do something. Just don't don't want to go out and socialise. <laughs> You've got nowhere to go. Have you ever been anywhere in Scotland? You don't want to go out and socialise. <laughs> but that, that you know as well, first... Sky. Oh god, god. So actually, Sky actually include Die Hard in their Christmas movies when they do the advert. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. That was my, that was my argument. That was my argument. As soon as I saw it on the festive channels, I was like, yeah, there we go. So there you go. There's, yeah, 3-2 there. Um, so first question, though. What, what is your favourite Christmas movies, guys? Uh, Home Alone. Yeah, I was probably... Oof. Home Alone. Well, Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, it's just I, a safe I, bet, isn't it? You know you're always going to get a chuckle watching Home Alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go... With, there's a couple to be fair for me. Home Alone, Christmas Chronicles, Elf. That was quite good. Christmas Chronicles. I like yeah. that one. That's yeah. cool. the second one actually with the kids this weekend. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, and, and, and obviously it's got it's got Jack it's got Jack Burton in it. So I'm reminiscing. <laughs> me and my sister used to always watch Scrooge on Christmas Eve, like together. Do you know, what? just always. watched it, mate. It was yeah. funny. Scrooge is really uh, funny. Would always be up there for me on a personal note. I see. I like Home Alone. I love love the first one. I always like the second one as well in New York. Yeah. I always thought that was really funny. Where he chucks the bricks down, hits the hits the twat in the head. I mean, fuck me, I was pissing myself at that. Although I won't let my youngest watch that because he'd probably try and reenact that at some point. I'm <laughs> just waiting for for paint cans to come down the stairs one day at me. Um, yeah. What about uh, Christmas songs? Favorite favorite Christmas fuck song? Christmas songs. <laughs> when um, the when the, um, the carol singers used to come to our door my mum would make us tell them that we were Jehovah's Witnesses so they'd go away <laughs> you're so full of Christmas cheer aren't you <laughs> listen when you've uh, Fanny will understand this when you've worked hospitality you don't care about Christmas yeah honestly Christmas disappears bro. if you've ever worked in a hotel or restaurant at Christmas you lose it and that, and it's not me being a scrooge it just it sucks it out of you forever you never go back even when you leave the I, I can i can kind of get that i can kind of yeah, I, I don't know you, I, you guys I, that come out to eat on christmas day are the scum of oh, the earth. Me. <laughs> 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 no always at home but I think, I think for me though i mean like i yeah my birthday is is christmas eve so it's, i've just you know it's been my life essentially i mean it's like you know look forward to christmas and and nice to have family from ireland back then used to come over on boxing day so it's like three days of presents for me so it was absolutely mental time of the year so yeah i mean i don't particularly myself have a favorite i just i love most of them but the, the old ones anyway like do you know you ever see like the old top of the pops thing comes on around christmas and they have like wizard playing um was it uh wish it could be christmas every day i like those sort of shitty cheesy ones i quite like them yeah that's yeah. that's jimmy savile jimmy savile <laughs> bit, bit of jimmy savile oh yeah can't can't beat my mentor on tv mate you know what i mean <laughs> that's yeah i start i start lighting the candles then you know what i mean best. pour one out pour, pour one out for a homie <laughs> <laughs> <Callum Best. laughs> did you just say did you just say calm's the best though Callum is the <laughs> <laughs> Callum best is is is, oh. is just the ultimate just fucks his way through anything in it <laughs> how about you guys lagging and, and mine i'll give mine as um a different one actually uh christmas wrapping by the waitresses i don't know if you guys know that one at all a bit of like a rock no, theme to it no i'll have to youtube with that one later 
Yeah, not me own. I thought it was going to be Faddy's one, one of his ones there. I thought it was going to be some gangster pop then. Sorry. Listen, you ever done a Christmas you song, need... Faddy? You ever rapped a Christmas yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he did the E17 one, didn't he? G- give, me, give me five minutes, I'll make one up. <laughs> no, you fucking won't. Cut it, cut it now. Cut it now. <laughs> Lang, what about you, mate? Um, I don't know. It's a, I like a wee bit of the bubbly. Maybe yeah, Michael Bublé. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty good. But yeah, uh, I, I like probably Daryl's favourite Wham and stuff like that. You know, George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Tropicana. Uh, whose idea was it to get him on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yours after he beat after he beat Fatty. Yeah, it was actually. I was so yeah, devastated. Yeah. I was like, of all the people to lose to, do you know what I mean? Like, who could oh, he get on? Man. I had one job. I had to let him win. Uh, he's he's no, one of my mates, and he he was struggling. Exactly. <laughs> I know, so I had to help him out. Got four four quick ones for you as well, guys. Here, just uh, four last ones. Uh, favorite food at Christmas? What you, you know, not necessarily Christmas dinner, but what would you like snacks or anything? Like, is there anything like you Twiglets. like sort of over the Christmas? Twiglets. Um, Twiglets. It ain't Christmas if I'm not eating Twiglets. Pegs and blankets for me. Yeah. That's a all. Man after all my own heart. Yes, yes. Yeah, right. a bit of pizza. I need a whole plate of them for dinner one night if I can. Yeah, yeah. It, and a for me, yeah, I was just about to say for me, it's stuffing, and it's it's special stuffing. So like, obviously, I've been with my missus nearly yeah. seven years now. Oh, you're and... so many jokes there. Get on with it quickly, mate, before I jump in, Nev. <laughs> so for everyone listening, Fatty likes stuffing at Christmas. I don't know why I'm friends with you guys, honestly. I really don't. <laughs> That's precisely why. Oh, dear. But yeah, no, I, don't I, 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 don't, I do like some... some good roasties at, at Christmas, roast, roast potatoes and stuff like that. And we can have that yeah, But you can yeah, have that on Sundays, man. Like... Do, 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 love, do love a cheese board as well at Christmas. There you go. Different crackers in, bits and different cheeses and stuff like that. Yeah, I quite like that. But yeah, to be honest, I'm a fat bastard, so I'd have a few drinks and yeah, whatever comes my way. Is, <laughs> yeah, I'm usually quite happy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever you can squeeze. Do you remember that uh, Monty Python thing? What was it? Yeah, do you want one last mint? And he's like, oh, no, fuck off. He shoves <laughs> it in his mouth and he pukes everywhere. Yeah, that'd be me. Uh, yeah, so last, last three now. Aaron asked, uh, what will you guys be doing for Christmas? I think we, we kind of covered that. I mean, I'll, I'll be at home. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. If anyone knocks on the door, I'll be told to fuck off promptly. Um, yeah, keep your, keep your legs to yourself. <laughs> Standard Christmas. I, right, I once, so there's an escort agency in London called Mama Angels, yeah? Um, oh, and they actually, I used them so much in the year, they actually text me on Christmas Day wishing me a Merry Christmas. And it was at that point I was like, <laughs> I think I maybe need to stop. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a text from the escort agency's mobile wishing me a Merry Christmas. What the fuck? Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, I want, I'm going to ask you something. I want you to think about it while I ask the guys these last few questions. But yeah, have you got, have you got a festive, dodgy story? But uh, just just to quickly finish off with uh, Jay Faddy, one for you particularly. He said, "Why the fuck was I muted as a paying subscriber in the last podcast?" Because you're a cunt. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you keep chopping up lines. Um, no, honestly, and, it's because and... your mic is fucking <laughs> shit, mate. And you keep and it echoes. And we were trying to have actually a good podcast, so you're muted, mate. Oh, okay. 
And uh, Lewis asks, what are you thankful this year, guys? What are you thankful for mostly this year? Thankful for? Uh... For the end of it, if you want the truth, mate. Yeah. Right, honestly, this year has been so fucking dreadful. So, yeah, uh, I'll the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's it. Yeah, you know, kids, misses, myself, family, all healthy still. Whether we had the virus, don't know. You know, you Unless you get tested, I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, healthy at the moment. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. I suppose that would be it, really. As long long may that continue. But you guys, yeah, great, good health. I think you know. I've I think um, you know we've all lost um, a few people this year uh, because cool. of the virus. So uh, or even without the virus, but yeah, some with the virus. So um, yeah, I think just you know, just good health and those who are still here are still here. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Going on Twitter, Twitter one. Yeah, yeah, very much. Very much so. Uh, this is just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's getting a bit too emotional there for me. I had to throw some shots at Callum. Uh, Lewis, also, <laughs> Lewis also asked quickly, what's, what's, um, what's been your face? Sorry, just reading these as we go through because I asked them on the, pot, uh, the, the, the Discord. Sorry, uh, sorry, the WhatsApp group for, for Discord. Uh, Lewis asked again, what's been your favourite thing outside of UE this year? Uh, well, certainly not fucking Arsenal. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, my, um, my streaming, like in in lockdown, yeah, being able to put more time into that, um, I really yeah, enjoy yeah. it. I've actually really enjoyed it. And I actually quite enjoyed watching your streams. I will admit, I I, I joined <laughs> in. I, I subscribed. It's funny. So met... Percy came in the other day yeah. and used his Twitch Prime, like Amazon Prime, because you get like a free yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Thanks. he said, this is for stuffing you as locker in the other week. I was like, all right, cheers, mate. <laughs> Josh, I was tempted to. I, thought, <laughs> I was going to do something like that. I was just going to put drop a joke. And I was just, I, I think I, in the end, I sort of just said, I said something that yeah, I knew you would straight away know it was me. But um, yeah, I, I can't remember now. What, what I, I think to me, let, uh, let me know what that says. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said your link. Um, uh, God, something, something. something Something I've enjoyed outside. You're probably playing uh, Warzone. I've I've never been a gamer, but I've been playing that with like with yourself, Faddy, and a, uh, Aaron, and a couple of others on on. Um, I mean, Johnny Bar, uh, Greg Bar, Maka, load load of UE lads. We we all sort of jump on. We play Warzone. We have such a good laugh. Muscles is another one. Have a really good laugh. Um, yeah, it's good good banter and and, and yeah, have a bit of a crack sort of playing that. That's been that's been quite good fun sort of doing that. It's not something I've ever been. I've never been a game or anything like that, so that was interesting. Met you guys. I'll probably say um, getting away to play a bit of golf um, in September before everything got well October actually before everything got shut down again. I was just squeezing a few days in Cornwall playing a bit of golf. Uh, I just got over the backache really because I'm a fat lazy <laughs> bugger who's out of shape and uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the only highlight I'd say. Other than yeah, uh, playing you, really we really did scrape the barrel there with those, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Fanny's oh, just getting yeah. over a bad back as well because of his stuffing at Christmas. So, that's why he has to do it. That's why he's always out on the road, isn't it? Doing it because he can't sit down for his stuffing, isn't it? It's what it's what he gets, it's what he deserves for never answering fucking messages on the chat and then, you know. He thinks he's fucking James Bond and turns up like 20 minutes late for every podcast. You deserve this, mate. You deserve this. Mate, I'm, I'm always on time, you little prick. And never also, when you... Me- Shut, up. Never Shut, up. Shut up. Never, ever on time. 
<laughs> and also, when I see messages from you two, I'm just like, oh, I can't be honest. These two are fucking. It's mainly voice notes. No, but it's mainly voice notes, like with two minutes long as well. You start and it's just... the voice notes. Oh, you you always start the voice notes. notes. You're just fucking zipping dick. around the fucking local Nissa with your fucking. Rubicon in hand, fucking chatting shit. <laughs> I'm not actually, I'm not actually going to do what's so funny. My local shop is in this summer as well. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. He knows London too well. <laughs> Re- reaching up for those weed at readers' wives yeah. at the top. God, I love it. This has got a deal like half price Pringles at the minute for Christmas. I'm all over that shit. Oh, that's well, it. I'm, that. Right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's just finish up. I mean, yeah, was there was a a, a sort mate, of festive story at all, Daryl? Well, there's there's some. Isn't there? I do Christmas parties. I don't know. There's there's one maybe it. that I can I'll talk about privately. I'm not going to put it on the pod. But we there's two that I can think of. So the first one, I was uh, coming home shopping Christmas Eve, maybe a little bit drunk, obviously. Um, and I really needed to go to the toilet. Like, I was walking and <laughs> there was my mate's house coming up and I really needed the bathroom. And so I knocked on and gave one of the presents I bought for somebody else saying, oh, I was just dropping it round. And he's like, oh, thanks, mate. I'm like, oh, look, while I'm here, can I use your toilet? I violated his toilet, like, ruined it. And then I just fucking left. <laughs> I never forget that. Because I just literally was like, fuck, what do I do? I'm not going to shit myself in the street. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, ruined it. Like, God knows what. I didn't even speak to his mum and dad, so I can only imagine what they thought after I'd left. Because I was in there a good 30 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Just fucking... Like, just dominating. Yeah, yeah. And I gave him some fucking bullshit. It was like a big box of heroes or some shit. I was like, oh, I just wanted to bring it around. Wish you a Merry Christmas while I'm here. <laughs> and the other one, we had a Christmas, um, Christmas party with the, with the staff. I was at the Travel Lodge at the time. And um, this poor kid, I think I may have shared this story. Like, when he come out, he needed to piss. And then he passed out while he was pissing and got frostbite. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> We left him. We just assumed he'd staggered off home pissed. And he was in hospital for fucking days with frostbite on the end of his dick. Yeah. Because he passed out and like the piss had frozen. Oh, yeah, it was bad. He wasn't, his mum and dad weren't impressed. Because he was only young. Do you know what I mean? He shouldn't even have been out drinking. Yeah, Travelodge loves stuff like that. (laughs) Did I I tell you guys about the story of of me in Morocco? No? Okay, so um, I went to Morocco and they've got something called Majun, right? And basically what it is, it, it's like ash, but you can eat it. So same way as weed and you get it in cookies and you get it in stuff. But so, so this, this Majun stuff, it, it comes in like um, a bar, like think, think of a, a, a half a Mars bar, like as long as that, that's that sort of thing in, in that sense. Yeah. Um, and what you're meant to do, you're meant to eat like a quarter and it just gets you buzzing. Yeah, that that's just the way it is. So you get you a little bit buzzing, whatever. I've ate, I've eaten a quarter and I'm drinking Moroccan tea and I'm like, oh yeah, uh, fucking yeah, it's cool, blah, blah blah. Forty minutes later, nothing's happened, I, and I'm obviously with my cousins and those other people and whatever. Nothing's happened, so I've gone and eaten another quarter. And when I've eaten this other quarter, one of the guys there I've never met before, he goes, "You shouldn't have done that. You're gonna feel fucked later." And I was like. All right, mate. Well, nothing's happening, so whatever. But anyway, got back in the car, driving back to the house, and techno music in the car because in Morocco they love techno. So it's just like, 
and I'm my head is just going and I'm like, oh my God, I feel fucked right now. I feel sick, everything. Get back to the house and we're sitting there and I remember eating Prince biscuits. Yeah. So Prince biscuits are the one with the chocolate in the middle and the two biscuits. I'm eating yeah. this and I'm and I'm drinking like a strawberry right um yogurt thing that you that you can drink and I'm sitting there and the next minute my mouth starts going numb. It's like you know when you get an injection <laughs> at the dentist yeah. um, and literally I'm like oh my god the prince biscuits is making my mouth numb and I start spitting it all out all on the floor through my yogurt o- across the thing all my cousins are just like what the fuck is going on. Next minute bam blacked out I was on the stairs. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Boom, blacked out. I was upstairs. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I keep blacking out. I keep blacking out. Boom, blacked out again. And my head and my whole front of my body was up against the wall. And I was like, why am I up against the wall? Why am I up against the wall? What the fuck is going on? Boom, blacked out again. I was on the bed. I was on the bed on my legs. Right, Being so stuff. imagine just lying on your back, <laughs> lying on your back, and my legs are just not, there's not stopping. And I'm just like, fuck, fuck, my legs are moving, moving, moving. My legs won't stop. My legs won't stop. Someone help me. What the fuck is going on? Ah, fuck. <laughs> Boom, blacked out again. And then next minute, everyone's in the room holding down my legs on top of me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys all doing here? What the fuck is this? Get off me. Get off me. And then, and then I remember going, I remember going, oh, if there's medicine in my bag, there's medicine in my bag. I had like anodin, like some sort of paracetamol in my bag. <laughs> I was like, God's telling me, God's telling me to, God's telling me, go and get my medicine. I can hear him telling me, go get it, go get it. And then he's going to have gone and got me this shit. And I'm drinking the water and drinking it, just going, and then uh, my aunt's come back, yeah, from being at, she's come back, she's like, oh my God, what have you done to him? His mum's going to kill me. <laughs> this, that, like, I can literally hear her screaming. She goes, you need to sleep. Sleep it off, sleep it off, just sleep it off. Anyway, so I've gone to try and sleep, yeah? I'm sleeping, sleeping. Next minute, boom, woke up. And I was like, what the fuck has just happened? Yeah, I've gone up. I've gone into the front room. It's like, it. Uh, we must have got home about nine, ten o'clock. It's about three, four o'clock in the morning now. Huh? I've got up, looked in the front room. My cousins are sleeping upside down on the sofa with a head on the floor, one of them. The other ones are in the balcony asleep. Um, and literally, it was the weirdest, most fucked up night of my life. And I will never, ever touch that shit again, ever. You know when you try something? That's why I've done it. I was like, yeah, yeah, but I'm never fucking doing that shit again. Fuck that. Hey, so, yeah, that that's my story. Fucking <laughs> get me some of that. Me and a mate of mine actually only went to Mexico so we could take like this cactus sap drug. Oh fuck, that was just. Funny. I went all the way to Mexico literally just to take a drug. I think that's gonna do it, really. <laughs> Unless anyone else has a dodgy story to top, top Trump, that Jesus yeah, Christ. That's a whole new podcast, I think, of sharing dodgy stories. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. <sighs> well, thanks, thanks for, for joining us, guys, uh, Callum and, and uh, Martin. It's really nice having you guys on. Being able to debate no, you and, uh, Except you, Callum. No yeah. one gives a fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks Callum, you just, uh, before, before we sign out, would you, would you just like to sort of confirm again your result this week, please? Yep, so 22nd minute, um, sending off to centre half. Then I think I 39 minutes. I'm pressing stop recording. Right back. Right. Go on. I've kicked him. I've kicked him. <laughs> <laughs>
I fucking kicked him. Oh, you Fuck Merry Christmas, motherfuckers! <laughs> Fuck you, bitches! See you next year!